Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan uh, from Sport Clips. This is another edition of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. And uh, if you, hopefully you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening uh, on uh, iTunes or Google Play or SoundCloud or even on our sportclips.com backslash podcast website that we have. Uh, we've got a, another great episode for you today. I'm in a beautiful Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> where they have rolled out the red carpet for the weather uh, for this California boy. Um, we're recording this in, uh, it's the spring, late spring, and it's in, uh, it feels like it's in the 30s. I know it's not, but that's what <laughs> it feels it like. Okay, all right, well, uh, so um, I'm not used to it. I didn't bring the coats for this. And I'm leaving tonight, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to miss the cold weather, cold rainy weather. But, uh, but at any rate, having a blast here. And the couple that we're going to interview today for the podcast, they are a major reason why uh, I've had such an amazing time in Omaha, and why our clients have such amazing experiences uh, in eight stores right now, with yes. the ninth on the way. Uh, so we're going to get to the bottom of uh, kind of the secrets to their success. Because I don't want them to be secrets. I want them to be shared uh, across all of Sport Clips and the franchise world would be nice. So um, without further ado, uh, could I have, let's see, I'm going to go ladies first. Could I have you, young lady, introduce yourself? How about, uh, boy, why don't you give me half of the store numbers, and then we'll have your husband give the <laughs> other half and see if he has them memorized as well. Right. Uh, and, um, yeah, so your, your name and uh, store numbers that uh, you have as part of your repertoire. Angie Roberts, any 102, any 103, any 104, any 106. Oh. Made it easy for you. Okay, all right. Yeah. Order. Okay, that was nice. All right, so, and then uh, to your left, who do we have? Dan Roberts, and we also run 107, 109, 111, and IA601. All right. So, and they're all, what, within half an hour of each other or so? I mean, they're all pretty clustered yeah. right around here in, in That's Omaha. That's the beautiful thing about Omaha. Yeah. You're within 20 minutes of uh -huh. everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Although the roads in Omaha are uh, a, 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 in a league of their own. They're Let's put it that rough, way. Right. They actually renamed the AAA baseball team to the Omaha Potholes. Okay. Uh, it's it's very, very fitting. Very fitting. <laughs> it's uh, pretty bad. Fortunately, I've had a great driver. We'll talk about Stephanie here, uh, the, the area coach here in a little bit. But uh, but the reason we're having this dynamic duo on the podcast is because they were recently named Team Leaders of the Year at our annual convention. Uh, and they have uh, had a Logan Trophy store. Let me see if I can get the number right. NE107. Yes. Did I get it right? Okay. Yeah. Nice NE107. And uh, that store is, uh, is it Tara Kohler? What's a Tanya. Tanya. Okay. Tanya All right. Kohler. Bingo. Okay. Tanya yeah. Kohler. That's pretty good. So, uh, so they, they ha already are well known in the sport clips world for, for having amazing stores, just really well run, successful stores. And at our, at our most recent convention, their name was read off. What happens when, when, when they read your name, who, you know, was Edward was reading the names this year. What happens when, when the names get read and you guys realize you're team leaders of the year? What was that like? <laughs> we also got to add though, Sandy at NE102. Oh yeah. Was a runner-up with the Logan yeah. Trophy uh, as well. Uh, twice. Guys, that true? Props. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Sandy yeah. a little bit, but you, yeah. they, you guys were sitting up front, right? You were yes. kind of close. Yeah. Now, how did that work? Did you know? Did they say, "Hey, we're going to seat you up front because you're going <laughs> to you, you're going to have a chance at winning," or you just happened to be sitting up front this year? You know, they, they kind of have a seating order, and then our, the 
seating chart and our air developer was up front this year so that was exciting but the girls it's kind of come for first come first serve mm-hmm. so our girls got down there early and oh yeah for the table. awards banquet you're right yep. yep yep yeah so they grabbed that table you know I remember looking around at the girls and they were all holding hands mm-hmm. all of our girls at the table so, what, what were they, what were they praying? I mean, no, what they was were going just on? like holding hands. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, a, maybe. You know, hail Mary, right? Right. 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 Okay. But you know, fellow team leaders, as you know, I don't know. I kind of feel like our managers are kind of like your children, and when you take them yeah. to the huddle, you feel like mom and dad and your eight children at the huddle. And so, um, as a parent, team leader, I was so proud they're all getting along because mm-hmm. you know, eight girls do something yeah. so nice. <laughs> so right. I wanted a picture of them all holding hands. So the next time we got a phone call from one of them about something the other one did that was annoying, I did, remember you held <laughs> uh-huh. hands at the huddle. Yeah. I saw you. You do like at each other. At one point, you got along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so that was really cool. I saw them, and then actually, once I mean, once they said our names, we were I was shocked. Um, but it was so cool to see their reactions. They were all crying yes. oh, and yeah. hugging. And was this before or after Hilda May had gotten uh, Manager of the Year? We were first, and okay. then she was okay. after. Oh that. man! So, geez, so this a, you you guys started. Was it right after? I think she yeah. was right after yeah. us. Okay. So yeah. They had the, the, yeah. Before it hadn't even died down yet. No. You guys went. No. No. Which made it super fun. And I thought her. I thought one of the things that was cool is that in the process we were. All I could think about is I wanted Hilda May to win. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was like, gosh, I hope she wins. I hope uh-huh. she wins. And then they announced our name. And I'm like, what are we up Wait for? a minute here. What are we even doing here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, I was just like, I hope Hilda May wins. But at the same time, when they were holding in, I'm a typical husband. Yeah. So I, I don't notice when she gets her hair done. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of, of oblivious to everybody holding hands. But they were rooting for us. Yeah. At the same time that we were, just, oh, that's come that's on, Hilda May, come on, Hilda May, yeah, yeah. And uh, again, to think that uh, all of their nominations are what got right. that. Award. We were we were talking off air. You guys were reminding me, uh, clarifying. You weren't reminding me. You were clarifying because when I interviewed Hilda May for her podcast, I, I I knew I hadn't gotten the story correct, but I had mentioned to her. I think that Dan or Angie had emailed me asking for what are we supposed to do with uh manager of the year nominations and but they didn't make sense because you got how long you've been team leaders 11 years 11 years so in that in those 11 years you've nominated a manager or two before so why would you reach out to the social media guy uh for it and so that we put two and two together off air and realized uh hilda may was the one who emailed me Saying, what are we supposed to do to nominate our team leaders Aww. for team? And of course, she's she had been what her second year right. of right. being a manager. manager. So of course, yeah. she didn't know the process, and right. I didn't know the process either. So we uh, we we forwarded along to the appropriate people. They're pretty resourceful. I think they're trying to work all the angles. Yeah, I'm sure they're like, hey, we know somebody on the inside. <laughs> right. Let's... But that's cool that she felt so comfortable with yeah, you. So that, that's that kudos is, to you. And no, how comfortable it's it's uh, feel you, with you you've so. got you've got an amazing team here. We're gonna talk in today's podcast about your stores, about, uh, about this market that you, that you found yourself in, uh, you know, what makes them so well run? What are, like I said, what are some of the secrets, but I want to get to first, uh, yeah, it's not the BC days. It's the BSC days before sport clips days. Uh, cause are you both full time in sport clips or so is one of you like an insurance broker or something on the side or got some, both we full are time. both full time. Okay, at this both full time. Uh, Eleven years in, eight stores in. You're and both full time. Three and a half, almost four years in. Okay, full time. Okay, so give me 
So take me back, because so it's 2019. So around 2007 or 2008, you guys are thinking, we need to do something additional <laughs> right. to our li- add something additional to our lives. What, whoever takes this, this question, take, take it and run with it. What, what, was, what was your life looking like at that time, and what made you lean towards sport clubs? Well, we had been transferred to Omaha through my professional career. And, um, Which was what? Is it, a, is it like, were you a top secret government agent or something? I, I still can't in, get uh, out of you what you were doing before this. Right, right. I was in medical sales. Okay. Oh, that's um, why. It was so exciting. Surg- surgical you sales. Wanna, okay, you didn't want to reference um, it because it's just... And it was, uh, it was a very good job. Um, and if you know anything about the surgical world, it's pretty high pressure. Um, my dad was an OR nurse, so... Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. A little bit about yeah. surgery. Pretty high pressure stuff yeah. and... and um, I liked it and it offered me a lot of opportunities, but I thought there's got to be a better way because um, a lot of those companies were led by fear. Mm. In other words, if you, you better don't, sell or else, if you yeah. don't get the job done, there's 150 oh, yeah. people I behind you that would know love that your job. sales world. Very right, well. right. Yeah. And um, I traveled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And Where I were, knew, you ba- were you based out of here already, or because yeah. you, you relocated here? From Iowa. Correct. Okay. From Iowa. At that time, I covered. Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota. So if you think the weather's bad here, <laughs> you know, like it's worse. The North, North the more, yeah, the <laughs> right, North, right, North right. Um, I remember being in North Dakota once, and I threw out a hot cup of coffee, and it crystallized instantly. Oh, sheesh. So that's yeah, like example, those viral videos we've seen. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to miss all the kids stuff. And what we kids? were what building you, what, a family. Okay. So how old are your kids what, now? Well, I'll. I'll show you. You've so, got some photos. He, so man, this, this guy's prepared. This photos. Is, this you got is something else? Another prop today. All right. That's what they look like today. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. And then this was a little bit down the road. Oh, That's yeah. me as sporty uh-huh. there. Of course, every team leader has to play you sporty at some right, point. Right, right, you have right. To yeah, be that's uh, at some baptized. Point. So we have a today we have a 16-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. Oh, wow. And so they were littles. Yeah. Yes. That, and that's what that's the kind of the time of your life where you're you're looking at it, you're traveling a lot. Yes. Uh, and you're going, I don't want to miss this. I and I was little. raised by I, a single mother. Okay. Um, and uh, dad was in a different geography. Mm-hmm. So um, because of that, my mom had to work a lot, and she missed a ton of sporting events. Mm-hmm. And I listened and learned. And she really wished that she had the opportunity to take part of that. And that that's really what motivated me to look. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. 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 Sure. So I was a stay-at-home mom. I have a okay. little bit of a different version of the story. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's marriage for home. you, right? Right. Yes. So I was staying at home. We had a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, <laughs> and so I guess he kind of thought she needs more to do. Oh, okay. So All right. That's kind of my version You were going stir-crazy? Right. right. I, didn't, I just didn't have anything I mean, the infants were hard on me. Uh, right, right. Right. Pregnancies <laughs> were joking, hard on him, joking. too. Mm-hmm. You know? yes. So, but I laugh because when we moved to Omaha um, – Dan didn't know what to do because his barber didn't move with us. Oh, um, okay. So our, this is his, a personal story here. His okay. barber was invited to our wedding. So, wow. yeah. and what's, he came what's your barber? an hour is and still, a half. Is he still alive? <laughs> Jerry Mottarello with okay. Barber Stylist Limited in Des Moines, Iowa. Wow. <laughs> yes. Did he still have a shop and everything? Does, yep, All still right. got the shop. Okay, shout He out drove here. an hour and a half, no, two hours to come to our wedding in small town, Iowa. Jerry came in the freezing, wow. sleeping snow. So he had a really good relationship with his barber. So I remember mm. when we moved over here, he was frantic because he didn't have a barber. So he tried, a, you know, some different franchises and he loved sport clips. So mm-hmm. obviously, shout so out to... Let's see. There was only one here, right? What, how many right. were there? No. no, there were a couple. 
So yeah, eleven years ago. So I gotta I gotta add to that. So okay. the first haircut I had was sport clothes. It was at David Wiesman's store. Yeah. And you visited that store. Yes. Yeah. Okay, one oh one. Yep. And um, ironically the girl that cut my hair is employed for us now. Well, who, who was that? Lindsay Let's, Jones. Okay. Yep. Believe it or so, not, isn't that crazy? So Lindsay it, it was it must have been a good haircut. It was great. Okay. Yeah. So so Lindsay played a role <laughs> in you guys becoming sport clips team leaders. Absolutely. Now you're team leaders of the year. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, Lindsay, I think you should ask for a raise. I don't know why they're paying you. <laughs> just right. between you and me. Right. Uh, no, right. I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, really, you should. So uh, that's that's awesome. So you sat down. You had you had gone to other places. Mm-hmm. Sport right. Clips was your favorite. Mm-hmm. And by, so 2007-ish, right? Is that right. the time timeline? Yep. Uh, and there boy. would have been there would have been three because okay. we yeah. opened 104. Yeah. Okay. So That's there right. would have been three. Yeah. Yep. And yep. they looked way different than they look now. Yes. Um, yes. Still had the five point play. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Do you remember? Did you get the MVP your very first time? Yeah. Did, did uh, Lindsay? That's, that's what she I liked. Sold you to the. I MVP? didn't think I'd like the steam towel, but I loved it. Wow. And, yeah. Jeez. And and all these years later, so I'll, so hey, newsflash. This is great. Thank you. Um, Next time you think about, you know, should I really press this client to try to get an MVP? Yeah. Think about it. That could be the future team leader of the year. <laughs> you're, you're upgrading to an MVP. You, so, you can't afford not to ask. Right, exact, that's exactly <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. And, and yeah. like Hilda May said in her podcast, that by the time this one airs, people will listen to, uh, it's to the client's best interest to have Absolutely. it. And you are living proof of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I we, thought it was so funny, too, because I remember him coming home and he was like, so I got a haircut and I did like the whole thing and it was like twenty dollars. Ooh, and you were like twenty bucks. I'm man. like, I'm Ooh, so right, glad right, you have right. no idea what I pay uh-huh. when I go. To <laughs> so, right. but again, obviously, he felt that it was definitely worth it. So, did now did you did you have did the light bulb go on right then? Like you realized, wait a minute, this is a concept that could work, and maybe I could start right. looking to transition. Right. Well, we were looking into franchise concepts Mm -hmm. because we didn't have time to reinvent the wheel um, and come up with our own ideas. We needed somebody with experience that had a system in place that's proven to work. And, but you, I mean, at this, were you open to anything, food, uh, tire changing, you know, you name it. We were probably like a lot of people at that time, Subway and Quiznos Mm -hmm. and all that was pretty hot, Mm -hmm. but I just, I didn't want to be, Perishable um, goods, man. That's tough. Yeah, costume, food costume, food costume, is tough, food, yeah. and I didn't want to be making sandwiches. The mm-hmm. whole remember the whole goal was to spend more time with our family, yeah. and I didn't think that that would fit into what we were looking for. So we we actually took um, at it um, Metro, Metro Community College, College Metro yeah. Community College here. We both have our degrees, but we took it upon ourselves to take a franchising class. Really? Metro Community College. Wow. To learn more about it. And the best advice he gave me was make sure that the lifestyle that the franchise provides you fits into what you're looking for, mm. which is exactly yeah. what I was just saying. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you didn't want to be stuck to a shop seven days a week, 12-hour days. This is coming from somebody who started a restaurant chain and knows a thing or two. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and right, got out right, when, right, when right. he could uh, because because I had small kids as well. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a podcast for another day. But uh, <laughs> but I think he made the right choice is, Yeah, yeah. my point. Uh, but that was the best advice that yeah, I've that's been amazing. given is yeah. because no matter how good and, and also how bad you do, mm-hmm. if it doesn't fit your lifestyle, it's not going to work in the long run. Mm-hmm. 
those uh so was the goal the early days uh angie would kind of operate and kind of be the off-site owner operator while you still kept your career going for a little yeah. while yeah i mean we did not have a bunch of money in the bank mm-hmm. um, we could not just roll this out and fund it ourselves so i had to stay employed right to have a continual... so would you start with a three-pack yep yeah yeah yep. Mm-hmm. and i actually cashed in some of my 401k mm-hmm. so i was really rolling yeah. the dice been there, been there done that right yeah. so you, you you literally went all in right uh and so the first store was it 104 you bought an existing store we opened 104 104 first. okay yep. so you did it was our a, very first store so yeah. you yep. did a build out um went through the whole geo our grand opening process yes take, actually it was dirt the spot was okay dirt, take so me so the, the the it was an, a, a not even an empty shell yet there nope. wasn't there were no walls correct so correct. they hadn't built the place yep. um take me through those early days on what what you were seeing what you were fearing uh the um, tre- was there any trepidation or was there more too much excitement around the possibilities uh, well we were excited and scared and i mean you know i cashed in some of my retirement and so that's a scary thought yeah and we leveraged our home for some of the business loans that we got um so that's a scary thought but um i guess you know we went for it yeah Yeah. excitement and nervousness Mm -hmm. um i think there was both it was yeah it was just a piece of land and david was helpful our area developer was helpful Mm -hmm. you know the um real estate committee. I mean, everybody at corporate has been so helpful from day one. During the building process and leading up to it, there was a lot of hours between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Uh-huh. Yeah, when the kids are Getting all the things done that you needed yeah. to, ordering all the products. Well, especially because you, you had another job, so it's right. not like you could do it yep. while you're talking to surgeon into buying whatever he needed, <laughs> right. you know, oh, yeah, or whatever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. No the multitasking day. there. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Then I think it was, I guess, you know, once we got the store up and running, I think it was really hard to kind of let go. I don't have children that I've sent off to college yet, mm-hmm. thankfully, not too far away, but I kind of envision it to have that similar feeling. Yeah. You know, you kind of have to give everything you can, all uh-huh. the support, but then yet you kind of have to. So what away. what was the challenge? Not being there every hour of every day yes, and, and opening and closing? And, and, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you're kind of on edge. Till it's you know once it hits eight o'clock at night and there's been no phone calls eight thirty yeah. like okay, yeah. okay I can relax survive. now right. till nine a.m. tomorrow but you know just yeah letting go and trusting them that they're gonna take care of this thing that you just put so much money and soul and sweat into yeah. right and that was kind and of I hard. remember interviewing for which we knew had a pretty good idea the most important thing you do is hire a manager yeah I mean we we had heard that over and over and over. And I remember interviewing for them. Hiring the right manager. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we didn't have – now we only promote from within, Mm. period. Mm -hmm. You cannot come – Right. You cannot come from outside and be a manager with us. Um, but that's a luxury at eight or nine stores that you didn't have at one. So so let let me – So there's a point to this, though, that we were interviewing all these managers, receiving applications, resumes, the whole nine yards – and uh, we went through the process, and the day after we hired our first manager, I received a resume from Sandy Graham, who is now Sandy Palmer. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> Sandy. I didn't know her maiden name, but yes, okay. Yeah. Um, 
And so uh, timing is a big thing yes, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Because uh, I was, certainly would have hired yeah, Sandy uh, had I received that resume a day 24 earlier. Twenty-four hours earlier. Yes. Well, yes. So, uh, did you did you hire Sandy anyways as a stylist? She became the manager at Any One Hundred Two, which at that time was owned by somebody else yeah, or okay. team leader, uh-huh. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then little did we know, two years after we opened One Hundred Four, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, we have a similar story to a lot of people. We, it did not take off right away. Right. Um, 18 months in, I'm like, this is a reverse ATM. Mm-hmm. You know, what did we do to ourselves? It, in, it's a newer market that you were in, mm-hmm. right? You, yep. you were first yep. timers. You didn't, not, no offense, but you didn't really know what you were doing yet. No, no we so, didn't. No. No. So, how, so how do you survive? That? And we we're trying to work our way through all those challenges of getting the right people in place and getting that energy and that vibe and and uh, we just decided we said we got to make a choice we're either all in or we're not Mm -hmm. and we ultimately believed in what sport clips stood for because it meshed so nicely with why we wanted to look at other opportunities and um, we an opportunity presented itself to buy two stores in the market which was any 102 and any 103 Mm -hmm. at the same time so existing stores yeah have been open what six seven years at that time sure <laughs> did one did one of them come with sandy yes did any 102 had her 102 yes. okay. the manager was sandy okay yep yep and at that time um what six to seven thousand a week that store uh, i can't remember roughly six yeah. to eight maybe yeah. yeah that sounds right that ballpark it was treading water for you guys but it wasn't what it's doing now Right, no, right. I mean, right, she just right. had a twenty k week, Mother's yeah, Day week. Yeah, she right. Because um, she'd probably been there for a couple of years, maybe. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So when we purchased those two stores with our existing store, that was the difference maker. Mm-hmm. We were all in at that point. It, it, and all in, in in what aspect that you believe we're we're gonna make this work or we're gonna go down swinging? Is that is that what you yeah. mean, or did you quit right. your other job to focus on okay still no. hadn't done that no. still hadn't done that all right couldn't afford to at mm-hmm. that point yeah but i think it gave us more visibility onto what is successful and what is not mm-hmm. and uh would you agree with that so the key for you so the, the early key was getting out of just having one store you needed that you needed that it, yeah. two to three store doubling down on our gamble right. yeah yep. yeah to yeah. use yeah. the huddle theme that yeah. you were yeah. yep. the yep. at, double down <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're the, the, the living embodiment of someone who's doubled, a couple that have doubled down. And right. they, those stores, I mean, they were turned around by the team leader that we bought them from. Yeah. So they were on their, you know, they right. were becoming successful. Do you want to so give I a shout out? <laughs> so that helped too. You know, sure. they were being yeah. run by successful team leaders that we purchased them from. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped too. You know, like he said, just had more ambition and more gumption going in the right direction. Right. So, so right. which was uh, looking back, which was uh, more challenging: opening a brand new store, especially as first timers, or buying an existing store? They each had their their, their differences, right? So, I'll let you answer that. I personally think it's more challenging opening a brand new store okay. versus purchasing. And why? Um. You already have the staff. You already have the client flow. Um, I feel like the most difficult thing, even today, is recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once we get them, they stay. Yes, that's um, true for you guys, for sure. Um, 
I think getting the clients is the easy part. I hope yeah, I don't I, sound so boastful. No, but, you don't. And, and you're totally talking to the, mar- the marketing director. I have a marketing director, degree. So, yeah, so okay, I, and uh-huh. I, I totally understand marketing. So, and I, I mean, I understand recruiting, but I think that's harder. Yeah. So you have a team there and maybe that team needs some work. I'm all about giving everybody an opportunity to jump on board. So, you know, we've made a lot of changes in the last couple of years that I kind of talked to you about with bringing Tess on board. So I feel like even if you have a staff and maybe they need some TLC, that's mm-hmm. easier than bringing in new uh, people. Right. That's my opinion. Right. Um, I feel like it's easier to face those challenges of an existing store than getting a new staff, mm-hmm. but that's my opinion. No? Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah. Hey, team leader of the year. I think your opinion counts for something. <laughs> yeah. So I, think right, it's, right, I mean, right. you know, it's, yeah. To me, it's harder to recruit staff than clients. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, it's easier for a client to risk going to a place for a haircut than it is for a stylist to risk leaving a current job, which they all have, right? Yes. Right. Yep. I mean, yep. every styli- yeah. stylist work yes. Um, yes. For, for them to leave a current job for something that they don't yet know about, which is Absolutely. why promoting the culture of sport clips and creating the culture of sport clips in a market is so important. And you guys have done just, I'm, I'm doing the shout out now because uh, in this, uh, in this market uh, I've, uh, I think you guys are the first set of stores that I've gone to every team leader at your stores. So, cause they're all close together. Yes. So that right. helps me yeah. when, right. I, Which is when great. I come yeah. to market. But, uh, you know, we have this, uh, this saying or this mindset, uh, at headquarters that we know we, within three seconds of walking into a location, what the vibe's like and what the culture and how important. the team leaders are it's doing. And I, 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 it didn't even take three seconds. It took three <laughs> steps uh, into any of your stores. So, All right, so here's what we're going to do. This interview actually goes on for about another half an hour, but I feel like this is a great stopping point to have two separate episodes. So this will be uh, the first part in which the Roberts have gone back and looked through uh, their, their beginning stages. But I do like to uh, conclude each interview with those 10 fun questions. So what I'm going to do is uh, this first version, episode part one, I guess, for them, I'm going to ask the first five questions. And then next week in their second part of their episode, we will conclude with the, the last five questions. So here's what the, uh, the first five questions sounded like. Um, all right, great. This has been amazing, uh, by the way. And I, uh, I went over half an hour longer than I had uh, intended to, so my bad. Uh, but this has been such good stuff. I've, um, I've wanted to keep going. Uh, can I ask you the ten questions? These are just fun, and I'll just volley back okay. and forth. All right. Um, so I'll start, Angie, I'll start with you. Ladies first again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which superpower would you most like to have? Which superpower? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Which superpower? To grant everybody whatever wish they wanted. Okay. Is it, could you send Aladdin trailers or something right, right now? Right. So you want yeah. to be that, uh, yeah. that, that genie? Genie. Okay. Yep. All right. Sure. Okay. Sure. I like it. <laughs> uh, so we'll switch to Dan. What it, number two? What is your personal motto? Oh boy! Uh, can can you go YOLO or no? <laughs> YOLO is that is that yeah, too yeah, basic? That's fine. Yeah, basic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. only live once. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, back to Angie. Other than where you live now, where else in the world would you most like to live? Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Oh yeah. Do you guys um, go? 
We've been. We actually went there and used our travel voucher. We would from, use our yeah, travel voucher Logan from Sporkies. From, really? For our Logan yeah. Trophy what, what island? Maui, Maui and Oahu. Okay. And we actually visited Sport Clips while we were there. We you visited did. Sport oh, Clips. Oh, I love those uh, those Sport Clips. Yes. Okay. That was I'll that be Oahu? seeing them again. It yeah, Oahu yeah. is the yeah, only yeah, ones yeah. I have them right yeah, now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, somewhere like that where it's just peaceful, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That was pretty That's a good answer. Um, either one of you, who's a celebrity you'd most like to meet one day? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. My favorite movie of all time is Field of Dreams. Okay, so Kevin Costner? Kevin or? Costner okay. would be a good one. Yeah. Yep. A good men, Midwestern boy. Who, yeah. Who, yeah. Whose yeah. his favorite movie is Field of Dream. Uh, let's see. I I usually ask this of the person, but I'm going to ask uh, Angie this about Dan. Which words or phrases does he most overuse? What does he say too much? <laughs> you know? You know, you know, I, I can see that. Okay, Dan, what yeah. about her? You know, um, I do everything around here. Ah, oh, all right. Wow, sorry. <laughs> well, I guess you're who, who drove here? Who, I, separately. Right. One of you. Oh, okay. Drove you separately. drove separately. Good, <laughs> good thinking. Right. Did you feed the dog? Uh, okay. Yeah, so. All right. So that concludes the first part of the interview with Dan and Angie Roberts, the team leaders of the year. What I loved about it was their talk about the family, uh, life, work, balance. And in the next episode, next week, we get to find out what they're up to now and what is making their stores so great. You won't want to miss that episode either.